Hey everybody, welcome back to Simply Holy, a practical guide for living the open-handed life every day. And this is Monday. It's the second day of the week. So we are in our Sabbath living series and I'm chronicling every single day, uh, just giving you my experience with what happens on those days as I've been experimenting with this idea of Sabbath living. And um, this is really interesting. I feel like I'm keeping a video log of my life. But um, so it's Monday morning. It's the second day of the week, as I said. And I'm just going to go back and recap a little bit. So on Saturday, uh, basically sundown from Friday till it went on and it kind of goes on. That's the thing I haven't figured out yet is that my Sabbath, I don't always end it. Um, like the, the, the really, um, the, the Orthodox Jews do, you know, they, they end it with a certain ceremony on Saturday. So I haven't figured that out yet. Exactly. We do that about half the time, but sometimes I, we kind of kick off the Sabbath on Friday, um, dinner. We always do that. And then, you know, I have my Sabbath day that day. And then on Saturday night, I have a date with Jay. So it, it sometimes just sort of flows in and it doesn't feel like it's any different. And then, um, but that, when I go out on a date with Jay, that's actually how, that's when the first day of the week starts. So it's an interesting concept that at sundown on Saturday, when the Sabbath is over, the first thing that I do is I go on a date with my husband. So it's a really reprioritizing thing. And then the next thing I do when I wake up on Sunday is I go to uh, church we, and worship with all the saints. Okay. Uh, which I talked about yesterday. So then I went through all that, went to church, it was great, came home, took a nap, got up uh, somewhere around three and, uh, you know, sort of, <laughs> I don't know, piddled around or tried to wake up a little bit. And uh, by five o'clock, um, we were sort of set doing our family stuff. And I was finishing up preparing for this morning. So my day, uh, my first day of the week, um, ended yesterday um, at about five o'clock and the second day began. My second day, Monday, really began yesterday at five o'clock when I started planning for today and started going over what was going to happen today with my family. So by the time you get to Monday morning, it doesn't feel like, oh, you know, now back to the grind or there's this, you know, now here's the first day the first day of the week. It doesn't feel like that to me anymore. And I was thinking about two things that have changed for me since I started Sabbath living. And uh, one is the concept that I, uh, is what I was just talking about, where that I think from night to day and, um, and it changes the way that I feel. Like today thinking, oh, this is the second day of the week, one day is already gone. That's very different. Um, and it's, it's, I'm experimenting right now with resetting uh, my mind uh, once, you know, about five o'clock comes. And I guess that's the time where people will be getting off work and maybe you can experiment with this too, but you're sort of regrouping for the next day. And I start picturing now my next day has begun. I'm even experimenting with trying to have a prayer time during that time is sort of like a reverse quiet, uh, not a reverse, but another quiet time of some sort. Not that it has to look exactly like what I did in the morning, but I'm just trying to think that way to get my mind to think like God. And then um, the other thing that's changed for me is I've started to think in in sevens, I guess is what you would call it, a, in a larger format, a seven-day format. So all of my days are part of a bigger scheme. 
a bigger thing that's going on, which is living in anticipation of the Sabbath. There's a goal. There's a goal. The, the Sabbath is coming. And um, it gives me a framework in which to live my life. And um, so how am I feeling this morning? Actually, how I'm feeling is very rested. I feel very rested. I feel like grateful. Um, I'm I was thinking about how I, this is so different from how I used to feel on a Monday, but it's just because God has trained me over the past couple of years and, and taught me how to feel and how to think, I guess, about time. Um, that's what all this really, one of the biggest lessons for me is that God has been teaching me how to think about time. Time has always been elusive to me. Never enough time to do the things that, that I want to do. <laughs> I've never been able to accept the 24 hour day and all that, you know, so anyway. Um, but that's how I'm feeling. Um, now, the, the sins that can creep in for me, the things that can then really hurt me, is I'm the kind of person that would take on Monday, like, okay, let's go. You know, like, yesterday I was recharged, okay, let's go. And I have these really, I have two lofty goals for myself. And, um, you know, sort of the whole concept that Rome wasn't built in a day and the world wasn't created in a day. That's a I have to always remember that. I want to get something done. I'm the kind of person that'll work on a project, and you have kids like this too. They start a project, they don't want to stop until it's done. They just want to do one thing at a time. I have one kid who just wants to do one thing at a time, and I'm like, okay, but you can't. We're not going to learn all this subject in one day. Come on, we got to space it out. But anyway, um, creation, going over creation has really has really been teaching me how to work through that and that's a helpful thing you can do with your kids is teach them you know God didn't do everything in one day and I wanted to read what God did today so we know that yesterday he separated the light he said let there be light separated the darkness from the light and that's what we're doing when we go to church that's what we're doing on that first day of the week is we're resetting like oh yes um, there's light and there's darkness I'm gonna live in the light I'm gonna walk in the light first John um, 1 you know that that whole concept of walking in the light um, and then so the second day it says and God said let there be an expanse between the waters to separate water from water so God made the expanse and separated water under the expanse from the water above it and it was so God called the expanse sky and there was evening and there was morning the second day. Now, this is could be a rabbit hole for you if you ever want to investigate this stuff, this just really cool stuff that um, that people have studied about all the scientific evidence for everything because this is when you start to get like uh, all the scientists going crazy with what is he talking about separating the waters and all the evidence that's for that and it's fun it's pretty fun if you have that time whatever if you're ever studying that with your family then you can look at it um, I had never studied it before until a few years ago um, I had never really given the this account that much um, time because it was so confusing to me but I really got into it um, and started thinking about things. Creation.com is really helpful to me, Answers in Genesis. That that has been helpful to me just to hear um, what creation scientists are saying. I knew very well what um, 
uh, evolutionary scientists were saying because I had been taught that so much, but I, ha I hadn't heard the other side, so I, it's been cool to go back and forth and just learn about that. But that is not our lesson for today. Um, my point with this is I think about, okay, so what was what, what, what am I doing with this second day of the week? And this is when I picture, I, I go, okay, well, God really started um, separating the heavens from the earth. He, start, he separated the sky out. And um, land hasn't appeared yet, but we start to get this idea that things are going on here on the earth. And I was thinking about how this is, where, on Mondays is when I really start to, um, I come from my light and darkness separation and I go, okay, what needs to be managed around here? What do I need to do on on this earth? Um, what is God trying to get me to do? You know, on Mondays, honestly, I still am really reminiscing about the Sabbath and thinking about how awesome it was. I'm feeling very rested and I'm ready to learn. And I think this is a concept um, that all of us need to employ. Now, of course, I spend a lot of time teaching. I am a mom that stays home and I homeschool my kids. Yes, but that learning is not just for people like that. The learning is what we're doing every single day. You know, God put Adam and Eve in the garden and he gave them um, things to do. You know, name, name the animals. Uh, work the garden, subdue it, take care of it, um, bring it under your submission. You know, um, this is why we are so drawn to these things. We're drawn to lawns that look beautiful, gorgeous gardens. You know, that takes work. Um, people out there cutting and, and, and digging and, you know, if you're not a gardener, you know, don't think that it's going to be that fun the first time you try because it's a lot of hard work. I'm just saying there's a lot of work that goes into it, but it's actually what God intended. He didn't intend for us to live, um, to, to lay around. Um, he intended for us to work and to learn and to grow. It, you know, you're always learning about the things. They studied the stars, you know, um, before there were so many distractions in life. They would study the stars. They knew more about the stars back closer to Adam's time than probably you and I do today. Um, you know, because they spent all this time discovering and learning. And when you look at life that way, Monday's not a drag because you're like, oh, I can't wait to see what we're going to study today. I can't wait to see what we're learning today. What am I learning today? And you can do this if you're single and going to work. This should be how you are looking at your job. I would hope I want anybody who's working for me to be showing up thinking, what can I learn today? It's so awesome. Um, if you're working with children, what then you are, you've got plenty to learn today. You've got plenty to learn today. Um, you know, if you are a, uh, uh, if you're working in an office, if you're working that means, you know, you, obviously you chose what you're doing because it interested you. It, and so what are you learning about your job today? I tell you, any employee is looking for, I mean, an employer is looking for somebody who's looking, who is excited about learning more about their job today. That's what we were created for. We are created to figure out all the cool things about this earth. We are not created to live uh, the life separated from this earth where nothing's affecting us and all we're thinking about is you know, um, heavenly things. Yes, I'm going to set my mind on the things above, but I'm going to enjoy the creation. We were meant to enjoy the creation, the food that was created, the beauty that was created, all the cool stuff about science, all the cool stuff about math, honestly, which is the language of the universe and God created it. I mean, I don't get it, but I can see how it's mind-boggling and amazing in every single way. And you know, what about history and what about 
just cool stuff. Even makeup or fashion or whatever you're into, it's kind of cool. So enjoy. Today is meant to be enjoyed. We can enjoy today. If you set your mind to learn today and stop thinking about what you don't have and start focusing on what you do have, let it go. Let go the rest that you didn't get. Let go the, you know, the life that you don't want. Let it go and enjoy the life that has been given. Okay, that was just, I don't know where that came from, but that was like, that's how I think about Mondays. And um, there's a video on, on YouTube going around, uh, or on Facebook, I think, right now, and it's talking about, you know, this guy's talking about how, you know, get over yourself. Don't, this guy's not, not a Christian or anything. He's just like, get over yourself. Life is meant to be lived. Quit griping about Mondays. <laughs> so I like this guy. Um, anyway, uh, so today I'm thinking about what is all the stuff I need to do to take care of the garden? And I'm, I'm purposefully teaching myself to enjoy that process. You know, before the fall, they were still doing all this stuff that's before the fall. They weren't thinking of it as work and they were thinking of it as fun. So as you're looking at your, your day today, you have to be thinking about what is God gonna teach me? And I'm always resetting every single day thinking, okay, now there's a lot of stuff. Of course, I have a lot of stuff on my agenda to get done today, which is, as you know, as my simply holy following that that may or may not get done that day. I'm not God who says, this is what I'm going to do. It's interesting. He did this one thing, but, um, I, I have an idea of what needs to be done. And then I submit that to God. Okay, God, this is what I was thinking for today, but I know you may rearrange it. I may have a sick kid. I may not feel, feel well. Um, <clears throat> our, uh, something in our house may break. Um, we may not have any, you know, we may have plumbing issues today. There's a lot of things that could come up, but I do have, uh, I am pointed in a direction. I do have a plan for the day that came from preparation last week and sitting down and having my quiet time today. This making this video is a part of what I was thinking is going to get it done today. And look, at it's happening. So we'll see. Um, so I, this is really just a very practical guide for how to do the second day of the week. Um, I want to give you an assignment. I want you to write down all the stuff that would have to be completed before the Sabbath. If you were to really do the Sabbath, like I'm really going to take 24 hours off. Just start there, 24 hours. If I was really to take 24 hours off, that would mean that what would actually have to be done between sundown on, sat on Friday and sundown on Saturday. Like what is all the stuff that you've normally been doing that day? That day? Um, not like don't, I'm not including like soccer, taekwondo, all that kind of stuff that they're, you know, sort of the recreational kind of stuff. I'm talking about what's the work that would have to be done. What are the, um, all the categories, just get, you know, brain dump, get, that's what I call it. I just dump my brain onto a piece of paper, all the house cleaning, the laundry, the shopping, the emails, the work, the school, um, even the groups that you lead for church, every single thing, what would have to be done? Uh, get it all down on a sheet of paper. Okay, and then, um, and I, I want you to start after that, then start categorizing it like, oh, this is house stuff, this is school stuff, this is whatever, work stuff, blah, blah, blah. And you can start um, writing it down in sections after that. But um, just get it down on paper so you can get it out of your brain. And then 
you're going to think about a couple of things. One is you're going to ask yourself this question, is this more than is humanly possible in six days? <laughs> That's the first question. Is this more than is humanly possible? And take a real look at it. Now, God is going to do miraculous things. So we're kind of always going to feel like, yeah, this is more than humanly possible. But is it really? If it really truly is more than is humanly possible in a week, um, God may have a major change coming for you. So you need to really consider that and open your mind. I, I have to say that I really made huge progress in this area just recently when I completely opened my mind to, okay, God, I'm still thinking too much. I still, cause see, I'll cut back and then it's still too much. I cut back and still too much. I cut back, cut back <laughs> and it's still too much. It's interesting what he makes time for. He always makes time for simply holy. It's, that's funny to me. Um, that always seems to come in to the picture. Uh, he makes time for certain things, not others. So I've had to learn to cut back. Um, my expectation of others has really gone down because I've realized it was too high and you know, whatever, but he's, he may have a major change coming for you. Um, or, and here's the second question, or are you just undisciplined with your time? Are you just undisciplined in the area of making things happen? You may just not have a plan at all. You may live, you know, I'm going to fly by the seat of my pants every single day. You can't do that. Just so you know, um, that thing that worked for you in high school when you had parents that were planning everything for you or um, when you had somebody else planning, th those days are over. Those were the days, as I would say. <laughs> those days are over. You are going to have to become disciplined in how you organize your time. And whether you consider yourself an organized person or not is irrelevant. You're already organizing your life around something. And if you are not organizing your life around God and the way that he wants you to live, you're organizing it around yourself. So you're going to have to get over that and decide, okay, God, teach me. Teach me how to be disciplined. Look up every scripture that you can on the disciplined life and start praying that God will teach you how to organize your life. Um, so, are you just undisciplined? Is that what needs to be submitted to God? Because um, there's people like me who are on the too rigid side, you know, like I've had to, God has taken this past couple years to, I don't know, chip away at me, smoosh me a little bit to go, it's gonna be okay, but don't work out your way. Okay, so there's the your way people where it comes out, we're all your way people, by the way, we're all my way people. We, there's some people that, that manifest itself in a very rigid schedule, very controlling, I ha it has to be this way. And there's some of us like, who try to say, oh, it's whatever, it's all up to, uh, you know, God and fate and whatever, whatever, whatever. Like I'm very, very, but really, you just don't want to be disciplined. So either way is a my way person, but God is trying to pull you to his, his discipline. <coughs> Even he broke up the week. This day was this, this day was this, this day was this, this day was this. Right now he's, he's pulling the heavens away from the earth. So even he only did, you know, he had certain days that he was going to accomplish certain things. So if you want to be like God, then you'll organize your life like that. Um, okay. And then my final thing for this is um, decide to fast 
from your most time-consuming activity this week until you get this until you get this list done. So you're you need to make this list, and you're gonna think I don't even have time to make the list. Then stop looking at Facebook. Number one, get it. There's a week off. Just no Facebook. Um, number two, TV. Maybe that's what takes most of your time. If you are a reader and you're reading, a, you know, if that's your, take away whatever time-consuming activity you have, the most time-consuming activity, until you get this assignment done. And uh, then at, finally, at the end of the day, and this is something I'm trying to teach myself to do. I'm not good at this, but this is just a good idea that God gave me. <laughs> I'm trying to get good at but, um, you know, at the end of every single day, once he made everything, it says, and there was evening, and there was morning. The second day, um, oh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, look at that, look at what was created, and, and go, okay, that, that was good. That was, that was my day, that was my evening, that was my morning, it's good, it's done, and accept what was done that day look at it be okay with it write it down write down what was done that day because most of us have internally what wasn't done i i have a running list at all times what wasn't done what wasn't done what wasn't done and um that is a slow leak of hope um you know hope deferred makes the heart sick uh and if you if you allow your your last thoughts um, to be of what didn't get done, <clears throat> you will always have that hope deferred feeling. So you can write down what was done. Now you're going to have what wasn't done. I'm assuming that that's already going to be there. And if it needs to go on the next day, it can go on the next day. But focus your thoughts, whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever's right. Um, you know, we're going to, we're going to forate it. We're going to look at everything that was done and we're going to think about those things. We're going to think about what was done on that day, and we're going to glory in it. We're going to say, thank you, God, for that. You know, um, God doesn't owe us. We are, not in, we, need, we are not entitled to anything. We gratefully accept what he allowed to happen that day because he is the maker. He is the creator, and we're the created. Um, we always need to constantly be right-sizing our relationship with him to go, man, I'm lucky. I feel blessed. I feel lucky to have gotten done what got done today. I feel lucky to have the blessings of today. To right now, it's um, just a few minutes before seven. I'm getting ready to go wake up my kids, but I have been recounting, you know, this morning already. Even as I was in the shower, thank you for hot water and all of these products, the, the soap and the shampoo and all this stuff that I get to use every day. Thank you for my hair dryer. Thank you for my bathroom. Thank you for my phone that I get to listen to. A sermon's on thank you 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 and uh, we need to start our day with that as we're waking up and we also need to end it um, whether that means when we're going to sleep or whether that means as we're going into the evening so Monday night I know this is a weird way to think is actually starting the third day now this is something that is going to be helpful to you Later, for those of you that have things that go on in the evening, like I know on uh, every other Monday I teach a violin group class, and uh, you know it's been a question to me and my husband for a long time. You know, 
should I be doing that? Should I not be? Do you know how you have those things? You're like, I love it. I hate it. It's too much. It's great. I, you know, <laughs> I go back and forth, but, um, it's something that I have every other Monday is I have this Monday class. And so if I'm thinking about it as, as if it's a part of the second day, that makes the second day a really long time. But if I'm thinking about it as it's going on the third day, it's a really interesting mind flip. So, I don't want to. I don't want to put too much on you at this point. You know, this is like trying to explain to somebody you know that hasn't had kids yet. This is what's going to feel like when you have kids. It's not, <laughs> there's no way you can fully explain it, or you know, somebody that's entering into um, trying to switch over to homeschooling. It's like your your brain can explode after about one hour conversation for that. So I don't want to blow anybody's brain, but it's just a thought for later. So that was Monday. It's the second day of the week and I will talk to you on Tuesday.